Well, hey, Canaan family. Uh, Pastor Martin Winslow here with Pastor Justin Yeary. What's up, Justin? Hey, guys. Not much. What's up with you? Not much. And excited for the podcast today. Um, the Canaan Podcast, connecting you to what matters most, to God, people, and purpose. We're excited to talk about a new year, Justin. What's uh, what's exciting for your new year as it's you just new... kind of think ahead? Yeah, it's a new year. Uh, I'm going to have a one-year-old in four months. Uh, she's nine months today as we're recording that. So I guess three months. Oh my gosh. I'm not ready for that. Um, but yeah, she defines most of our new things. Um, so when does she turn one? April 6th. April 6th, you have a one-year-old. A one-year-old. Okay. February 10th, I have a 16-year-old girl. Woo! Yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> they grow up too fast. They do. Wow. So that's exciting times for you. It's exciting times for me. Amy and I were just talking this morning. What are we going to do for her 16th birthday? It's kind of a big deal. What are you going to do for the big number one-o? Cake? Um, I think we're going to have a cake. Uh, She really, really, really loves coffee. Okay. Which makes total sense if you know Kelsey and I. We we have a small problem. But we switched to decaf when uh, Kelsey was pregnant with Maven. So she's only had decaf, so no one... Yeah, no I was shoot kind us of an email. concerned there that maybe we should go back and edit tape here. <laughs> yeah, no one shoots okay. email. She's only had decaf, uh, but she loves this. She loves the junk. Uh, but yeah, I think we're gonna do a cake. Okay. Uh, I think we're gonna do like a golden book themed yeah. birthday party. Have family up and uh, get some good children's books and watch her smash her face into a cake. So there's there's some things coming. That are changing. Um, she's turning one, Maven, Anna, my daughter's turning 16. But there's some things that haven't changed from 2021. Pastor Daniel's out today. Why is he out? Because we live in a world uh, where people get sick because yeah. we need Jesus to still show back up. Yeah, COVID-19 has hit the house of Pastor Carr and a lot of other houses. A lot of other houses yeah. in our region, a lot of other houses in our world. Uh, and a lot of houses in our in our church in our schools yeah. and uh, yeah it's it's continuing uh, one of I think it was Brandon that made the joke to me earlier this week so it's 2022 again uh, <laughs> and it just feels like we're repeating the same cycle of where yeah. we were at two years ago and just I think a lot of us are going like you've got to be kidding me yeah we're Groundhog really Day this again yeah here we are again man. But there is a lot of new things, and new today things. we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that. I know Daniel mentioned it in his sermon this last week. He talked about New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. and he kind of pulled this idea of, okay, th- this is what's typical, but then he pulled around to this other idea of, what about spiritual resolutions yeah. and some things like that? But before we get to that, let's just kind of talk about some of those common resolutions that people made. This is the Ooh. list from 2021 that he mentioned on Sunday. Um, you know, the first one he said, like, out of the number one votes, 44% said, that they were going to exercise more. So the number one top resolution yeah. was I'm going to exercise more. Yeah, I'm going to move my body more. All right. Now, did you we make walked... some kind of resolution here recently uh, that would be in keeping with that physically? I, I did. Um, tell, less tell of a resolution, more of a I'm insane. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, I've been, I, I did exercise more over okay. 2021, and uh, at the end of the year... I saw a flyer up by the park that Kelsey and I walk at during the night for a men's workout group called F3 that meets in the park at 5.30 in the morning okay. and works out for 45 minutes. And during January wow. last year, they started a a January thing called MABA. 
Okay. Make America burpee again. <laughs> and the goal of MABA is to do 3,100 burpees in the month of January. Wow. Which comes out to 100 burpees a day. Okay. Uh, and you can do them all. You can do 100 a day for 31 days. You can do uh, 200 one day and zero the next day. There's a group of guys that did 360 on Saturday morning. So that sounds did, horrible, It Justin. sounds terrible. They did six burpees every minute on the okay. minute for 60 minutes. Okay. Let's, let's define burpee because when most people hear that they're like too much dr pepper yeah yeah yeah. i and and they're thinking of a burp but that's not essentially you fall down and you get back up i mean it's right so today is what what's today's date is it today's the sixth so have you done 600 burpees i've done 630 burpees so far so you're you're on target i'm on target tell you what why don't you now you know, people at home they can't. We don't have video. See this, but like, why don't you do a burpee for me? Let me All just. Right. We'll be at six thirty-one by the time this is over. Yeah, yeah. Do it real quick. I just want to see the pain that you put yourself under. Are you sore at all? Okay, and you do a hundred of those. That look. I mean, I'm forty-five. It looks a a little painful. It's a little painful. I did a few of those back in my college days. Yeah. I don't want to do that. You, you probably didn't do thirty-one hundred. No. Are you sore at all? Uh, not currently. Okay. And so, so what is this good for? Like, tell me, I mean, are you just burning calories here? Is this good for the whole body? Is it just I mean, like... it's, it's considered a full body exercise, right? Okay. So you squat down, you put your hands down, yeah. you jump back into a push up position to a plank, okay. you do a push up and then you jump back to that squat position and then you yeah. jump up in the air. So you do a jump squat, you land okay. and then you just repeat, repeat, repeat. So, I mean, it's a full yeah. body motion. Right. You've got the same motion that you have with a squat. You got the same motion you have with okay. a chest press. So you've got two different complex motion, complex movements with a core exercise in the midst okay. of it. You, I, I want to die by about number seventy most. Oh, of the I time. bet. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Well done. I think we should somehow figure out a way to get like a picture or a video of that online, though, for everybody to kind of see what a burpee is. Looks painful. Just go to YouTube. Okay, so type in burpee. It's it's pretty easy. Okay, so for every like physical one that we're going to talk about. Let's talk about a spiritual one yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So you and Kelsey, you're walking in the park. You're like, hey, let's do burpees. What she else did, She's is not going doing on? burpees. She okay, never said, let's them. do burpees. <laughs> <laughs> what else, like, if we move to the spiritual, is there anything that kind of like you said, you know what, in 2022, this is, I want to accomplish something here spiritually. What what would that have been? Yeah, yeah. we kind of got into it, um, like not into it, that kind of into it, but we, we got into the yeah. conversation and the rhythm at the end of the year. Um, we had been doing... Uh, we'd been doing some Bible readings together uh, yeah. before Maven Grace made her appearance into the world. And then uh, once she got here and things kind of settled down about three months into it, we were going, okay, like, what do we, um, what do we want for, for our little girl? Um, yeah. How do we, how do we want our home to shape her? How do we want our relationship with her and our relationship with the Lord to shape her? Uh, and I had a lot of things going on in my head uh, and Kelsey's yeah. actually the one that brought it forward, uh, not to make anyone think that I was this super spiritual hero that was like, let's do this for our little mm. girl. Like I was I was thinking those things, but she's really the one that kind of brought it up uh, and started the wheels going. But we started uh, last year, uh, right before we'd put her down, uh, you know, Kelsey would be changing her on the floor, and then I would be sitting up and uh, I would be doing our Bible reading with yeah. her. We've got a two-year undated through the Bible uh, program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found it online. It doesn't have dates, which is kind of, it's just a little encouraging. Like if you get behind, like yeah. you just you just pick back up and it doesn't sure. look like you're behind on the calendar. Right. And it's about one and a half to two chapters a day, like pretty manageable for yeah. 
a family, uh, and we'd been doing that. And now she's 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 nine months. She's getting ready for some routine, mm-hmm. and so we've been doing after dinner and after our walk. We'll get home. She'll play a little bit, and then we do. We're doing dessert and devos right now. Yeah, and so. Uh, we mash up some banana for her and put a little peanut butter in that. Uh, and then, wow, that sounds great. Yeah, it's delicious. And then we we do dessert and we do our devotional reading and then we pray together as a family. And she goes down and uh, we're just we want to be consistent yeah. in that little little habit, uh, which is something we're like, okay, it's a new year. She's kind of at a new stage of development. Like, let's yep. transition from doing it at this point and now kind yeah. of try to install that habit, that ritual, that rhythm. You know what I love about what you're doing with your daughter is she's not one yet, but you you are already in patterns mm-hmm. that are going to be great patterns of discipleship for her, for her life as she grows up in your home and you lead her to Christ. And then one day you release her to go serve Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I, I think that is wonderful and you can't start too early. You know, a lot of people, they get this idea that, well, when kids are little, they really don't understand things. They don't get it very much. And, you know, I catechized all of my kids out of the book, Truth and Grace Memory Book. Um, I started when they were three years old. You should define catechized because it sounds Yeah, questions and answers like, who made you? My kid would say, God made me. What else did God make? And they'd mm-hmm. say, God made all things. Why did God make you in all things? For his own glory. It's it's kind of like a, a memory, a way to repeat things that are true out of God's word when they're little. Yeah, so, so catechism is just yeah. a list of questions and answers yep. that have been put together by pastors um, yeah. currently, and then some, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's older ones that date back hundreds of years, if not, yeah. I don't know, what, I'm curious what the oldest catechism is. Uh, yeah, they catechized in the very earliest times in the churches. It might go back to like, I mean, I think even like when you look at Philippians uh, chapter 2, that oh, was the kind poem. of like, yeah, like a yeah, poem, yeah, yeah. the Carmen Christi. So, you've got all these things that, you know, were kind of building blocks, especially for people who were illiterate. It was mm-hmm. a way... To speak truth and much then like stained glass windows. It. Yep, yeah. exactly. You're, you're yeah, teaching they're, they're telling through a mnemonic devices. You got it. Uh, the story of of God. Yeah, and and I think you know all of those things kind of led to these conversations with my kids later out of their catechism. While they may have not understood all of the content when they were little, we were able to tuck away and put those things mm-hmm, inside their mind mm-hmm, to bring them mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. later, and they definitely were beneficial. So. Because developmentally, well done. little kids are, are sponges. They're just they're Absolutely. just soaking up information. Absolutely, and then you know you're putting metaphorically you're putting logs on a fire. Yeah, and praying that the spirit of God would set those things aflame. Yeah, so you know most scholars uh, point to the Didache, uh, which is a Greek word that means the teaching of the twelve, and that was that was an early document, um, like first century document mm-hmm. that um, you know many believed that the apostles actually wrote. Um, It's a really cool little writing. It's got some really neat things in there about prayer and baptism and different things, but there's catechism contained inside the Didache. And again, since so many people were illiterate, in fact, people even that would make copies of the New Testament scriptures, were they couldn't read those things. Mm -hmm. They just copied them faithfully. Um, But most things had to be read out loud to the congregations. And so catechism was a great way, especially when your kids are little and they can't read yet. Which one did y'all use? Or which one are yeah. y'all using? So there was a book by Founders Press. There's um, 
which is a Baptist mm-hmm. organization, and it's called Truth and Grace Memory Book. Okay. And there's three volumes of it. Okay. We went through volume one with all of our kids. It's got scriptures to memorize. It has the catechism that I mentioned, mm-hmm. 120 questions, and then it's also got some really cool songs that you can sing with your family. Oh, and so we did that with all of our kids. Um and they really enjoyed it. And we were committed to every single one of our kids having at least 60 of those memorized. So That's awesome. Um, so it was a lot of fun, too. And they could do one a week, usually. Yeah. And then we would just kind of go back. And they can still remember them if you, if you say them to them. That's uh, cool. They're embarrassed because yep. they're 16 and 18 years old, but they still know. <laughs> <laughs> one of the ones I've come across um, in churches is one called New City yeah, Catechism. I've seen it. It's uh, great. I think Tim Keller's church yep. put it out up in New York. Uh, but it's free. Yeah. Uh, you can access it online. And yes. they also have apps in both the App Store mm. and the Google Play Store. And then it's got settings for, for age ranges. So mm. if you're t- talking with littles or you're talking with uh, school-aged or teenagers, like you can yes. set it to different uh, levels of questions and responses yeah. of different sets of complexities. Uh, and that's free. And, it's, yes. and then they've got some things you can purchase if you mm. wanted to have some more physical items as well. And you know what? I highly recommend that one because there's a little reminder feature on that. That'll come up each day to remind you to do Oh, it. that's cool. Yeah. And and we did that for a little while with our older kids. But I, I also like, like you said, where it's age appropriate. Yes. It's age leveled. Which and sometimes so, can be really difficult to as a as a parent yeah. uh to know like how to adapt something. Yeah. Because most of us aren't teachers. And so we've not gone to school to learn like what is developmentally appropriate for different age ranges. Uh, and when a when an organization does it for you and does it well, it's a it's a gift. Right, exactly. So let's move on. We've got another. All right, number two, top five New Year's resolution yes. of twenty twenty one. So the second most common that people picked. So number one was exercise more. Forty two percent were they were going to eat healthier. Number two was eat healthier. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you think about that one? <laughs> I did think, you make did you make a resolution to do that? Did I? I don't think so. I didn't. I didn't last year. I picked back up using my fitness pal. You know, I do remember though, at the end of 2021, someone walking into my office and seeing a hundred grand candy bar on my desk and they threw it away. Sounds like a good friend. Because they didn't want me to eat it. Do you do you have any recollection? I I have a vague memory of, <laughs> yeah. of a really yeah. kind soul. Yeah, walking into your office and just putting temptation out of the way. We, I feel like Proverbs talks about a brother, a good brother doesn't yeah. let another brother stumble. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that, Justin. So there was that brief moment in 2021 where I ate healthy. Listen, I want to tell you something. I just, of course, we just we're just doing this on the fly here a little bit, but I, I, I want you to know something. So I got I was busy and I just moved on. And so that hundred gram bar stayed in my trash can. But that night in bed. I said, oh, my wife goes, what's wrong? I said, you know, Justin came into my office today and he threw a candy bar. Yeah. And I got to get it in the morning. I come in here in the morning and the guys had already come through and cleaned out my trash. You're welcome. 
I think you owe me a dollar, man. That's I think I owe you a hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. All right, so forty-two percent said eating healthier. Now think about that, of course. And you think of Jesus and the temptation, Matthew chapter four: man lives not by bread alone. Uh-huh. So there is kind of like this spiritual eating healthier yep. as well. And that's something that a lot of people make commitments. I know I made a commitment in twenty twenty-two to really try to make my morning time when I'm reading in the word mm-hmm. very meaningful. Some sometimes you can get kind of in this, you know what? I'm going to read through the Bible in a year or I'm going to mm-hmm. read through the New Testament mm-hmm. or I'm going to hit these and, and you're just trying to get to the end of what you're reading instead of really taking in and concentrating on what God is saying to you in his word. And so yeah. I made a resolution to really get on my face before the Lord in the mornings and listen to the word as I read it. Not be so much I want to knock off this many chapters, mm-hmm. but like I need to hear from you, God. So what you're saying is it's more about quality and less about quantity. Yeah, and I think sometimes we get those two confused uh-huh. because, you know, and there's a certain amount of, it's good to say, okay, I'm going to conquer my Bible in a year, but do you remember what you read? Right, um, and, and that's a huge you know? feat. Like if you do that, like that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's a thick book yeah. written... Uh, millennia ago in a, multiple different cultures right. that's not ours. Like it's a like it's a beautiful read. It's yeah. a beautiful book. I think I think we all agree that it's yeah. unlike any other book that yeah. you could read. But it's a hard one. Yeah, uh, and I I think that's okay to say. Like it is a difficult book to read, much less like to conquer the thing in yeah. a year. Right. Right. Yeah. And so you know you think about it, and so like. If there's this physical eating and there's this spiritual eating of God's word, I'm thinking I want to eat healthier, meaning yep. I really want to take in this year what the word of God is teaching mm-hmm. me and be thoughtful about yep. it, really concentrate on it. And it seems like when I do slow down a little and I'm like, eh, I'm just not t- knocking this off as a task to do, I really get more out of it. Yeah. You know, this morning, Amy and I read Psalm 12 together, which is a short psalm, and it's but it was really meaningful. Mm-hmm. What we didn't do too much, we just did a little. We talked yep. about it and we prayed together and it was really special time. Yeah, a couple a couple questions that I know are leading questions. Yeah. Uh one, do the scriptures say anywhere that you have to read the whole thing in a set amount of time? No. No, not at all. In fact, right like you said, you know, the the Bible's a collection of 66 books, mm-hmm. right? I think it's helpful like when you're in the New Testament and you have like a letter of Paul, say you're reading Philippians, the whole letter make make more sense if you sit down and read it in one setting. It should take about you know? 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's it's four chapters, it's small, um, and so you might get a better context or a feel for it, mm-hmm. because it is a letter, mm-hmm. right? And so it might feel better that way, but the chapter breaks are definitely in there so that, yep. you know, to kind of break it up into thought. Mm-hmm. They're Which not inspired, but they can be very yep. helpful. And the second... Leading question: Does it anywhere in the scriptures tell us yeah. when or where we should read the scriptures? No, definitely not. So I don't have to be a morning person to be a good Christian. Uh, well, I didn't say that. I mean, <laughs> just kidding. No, you don't. In fact, a lot of guys, and I've talked through to guys uh, through the years. You probably have as well that I've discipled. You've got a lot of guys that are just wired that way. That are mm-hmm. like night owls. Mm-hmm. I'm more of an a morning person and I need mm-hmm. to start a certain way. A lot of guys aren't though. 
they're like, you know what? They're just kind of coming into their own about like 10 o'clock at night yep. and they're thinking clearly and, and th- they're hitting on all eight cylinders. Mm-hmm. And so I would say to those guys, man, make your night, like take some special time and really connect with Jesus. Yeah. I found in college, uh, and I talk to high school students and young adults like all the time, like I found in college, the most helpful time for me yeah. was right when I got home from class. Okay. I would yeah. have my Bible sitting out on the table. Mm-hmm. I would put my backpack down, probably grab a snack and then go read uh, and spend some time with the Lord. Uh, doing it in the morning, yeah. I was just trying to get to class. Right, uh, right. And it would have been rushed, and it wouldn't have been good. Sure. Uh, but in the afternoon, I had some space. Yeah. Uh, and and I found that helpful and freeing. Yeah, and you know, we see Jesus do both. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you've got him leaving early in the morning, like in John 6. But then in John 17, the high priestly prayer is at night. Yeah. Right? The disciples are falling asleep. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think... You know, Paul talks about praying without ceasing. So there's this idea that, in general, that spiritual connection, I think, is always important. Yep. We should be always ready Meditate to Meditate on the of the Lord day and night. Day and yep. night, right. But I do think there are people who have, like, I'll tell you this, I get a little more condescending, and when I'm tired, and I'm not as on my, you know, I'm not thinking as clearly, mm-hmm. the later it gets. Mm-hmm. But early morning, I'm alert, I'm ready, yep. I'm, you know, but other people are just different. So I would say when you're in your sweet spot, really connect to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about it for New Year's resolutions that we have as as far as time to cover. Um, You know, I... Are you going to hit that burpee mark, you think? Uh, How many? 3,100? 3,100. I'm at 631. Okay. So you're doing pretty good. I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm ahead of the curve. Uh, But, you know, it's only a few days in, which is an interesting thing uh you know with two of those resolutions we read the number one i want to exercise more and i want to eat healthier uh 90 plus percent i think it's 92 percent of new year's resolutions fail and and i think the two of those really encapsulate well yeah a few of the reasons why yeah um one they're not clear like there's no clarity uh to behind i want to exercise more or i want to eat healthier like what does that even mean uh, does it mean eating 100 grand instead of 200 grand? Like what, like what is like, there's no clarity in that yeah. and clarity brings so much confidence to a yeah. situation and it brings so much direction of like, you know how to move forward. Uh, there's no real accountability in either of those. Yeah. Like we, we were meant to be communal people. And so if you've got a resolution, mm-hmm. uh, get clear on it and uh, studies show if you write it down, literally the act of writing it out gives you a 40% better chance of accomplishing the goal. Wow, I like uh, that. And then if you bring someone into it, that ups yeah. your chances even more. And so if we're thinking about families, we're thinking about mm-hmm. spiritual things, whether you've, you know, you're, you're a dad or a mom with kids or you're, you know, yeah. we're all kids, like we've all got some kind of family. Yeah. Uh, if you share that, if you write it down and then you share it with someone else, all of a sudden you have a community yeah. around a common cause and that just ups your chances. Yeah. And I think another thing that, you know, kind of the pitfall of those two goals was not only were they vague, not only were they isolated, mm-hmm. but they they're pretty lofty. Like yeah. what like what what are you going after? Like there's there's this whole thing called the smart framework and Michael Hyatt talks about a smarter framework framework and goals should be risky, uh, but not in but not ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of wanting to sit down and read five chapters of the scriptures with my nine month old would be ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it's just not gonna happen. She's she's not there yet. Uh, but to want to read a chapter or two chapters some days when they're when they're shorter with her in a fifteen minute time span, and then yeah. do a five like sentence prayer that's pretty mm-hmm. much the same because she's nine months old and that's okay. Like that's a win and that's okay. And these small yeah. little 
changes to our routine, these small little habits add up over time into yep. a world of change. Um, yep. You can change one degree on a compass, and over a mile, that's, that's you know, not too far. But over 400 miles, over 600 miles, you're way in yep. a different place than you would have been. Right. And so these, these New Year's resolutions don't have to be moving mountains. Yeah. But you make a molehill one day, and a molehill the next day, and a molehill the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. They begin to add up, and you see real lasting yeah. change. Yeah. Awesome, Justin. Thank you for sharing today, man. Awesome time. Listen, we hope that all of you attain your New Year's goals, both physical and spiritual, in this 2022 year. And um, you all stay healthy. And so God bless you all. We will talk to you next week on the STL Podcast. 